Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to another wrestling roundup with uh, a couple of jabroni marks. Um, as always, I am the humane suplex machine, Buckshot Laureate, and uh, along with me is the avian expert and spooky girl aficionado, Turbo. How have you been, Turbo? Hey, I can't complain. The last time we've talked, a lot of wrestling has happened. Yes. There's so much to talk about. So I'm <laughs> kind of really excited about this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The last time we spoke, um, it was the week leading up to WrestleMania. And uh, that, was a, that was a weekend, I guess you could say. Uh, what did you think of uh, WrestleMania this past year? Night one was amazing. Yeah. Night yep. one was like <laughs> amazing because of, right. I, I mean, who was in it? It was uh, the uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens versus the Usos. Mm. And right, was Rhea, that was Rhea, the, the main, main event, event. Yeah, that yeah. was Rhea versus Charlotte, and that match was ridiculous. That match was so good. Like that's that's what the uh, the women's division needed. They needed that type of match on that stage. To kind of rejuvenate the the division, I think. I agree. <clears throat> Sorry, yes, I agree completely. And what I also liked about that match is that it was like two like meaty women like slapping meat. Like they both played like they were both like you know trying to like dominate each other, and it, it told they told a great story and it was yeah it was exhilarating what a fun match and i cheered i legit cheered and started clapping like a seal when Rhea ripley won i was so happy uh, yeah basically i was just like yes and just started clapping really loudly um by myself um i did the same thing <laughs> by myself in the nerd nook yeah right yeah, I mean, that's what happens when uh, your only wrestling friend lives, like, three provinces away, I guess. So, um, but, yeah, I, um, I, that match was great. I love that match. It was so good. And then the main event, totally decent. Um, yeah, I mean, night one was kind of fun. It had, like, a fun momentum going, like, throughout. And, no, that's not true. I, I actually, I take that back. Um, I did notice something about uh, WWE that is very frustrating to watch is that these are premium live events. Like they're like pay-per-views, if you will. That's just their, their fancy way of saying pay-per-view. There were so many ads. There like, was lots of ads. Yeah. I was, toast crunch ads. Right. Was... Oh, and that's not even like talking about the ads that were sort of like trying to like get into – like uh, the synergy of of the matches and all that but like yeah so biggie is buying a snickers bar like you're not fooling me that's a snickers commercial even though there's a wrestler in that commercial it's it, uh, it's it's a commercial like and then there was the intuit uh the TurboTax ad too that was just yeah. like a straight up ad like there was nothing relevant to wwe in that ad like that was just uh yeah no I um 
Yeah, I just just there's something about the presentation of WWE. Like the match quality on WrestleMania night one, like it was pretty top notch. Even the boring matches weren't that bad. Like it was it was really good. And I was all like, oh wow, good for, like WWE is really stepping up their game. Good for them. I and then but I was like, yeah, but there's still something about the presentation that leaves something to be desired. Um Night two, though, <laughs> do you want? What were your thoughts about night two? <laughs> well, let's just stick with night one for a second. Oh, so okay. There's sorry. One, there's one match that really pissed me off. Which I'm guessing because the first it was match? so good. No, because it was oh. so good. Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. Fucking yeah. drove me nuts that it was yeah. that good of a match. Now, don't get me wrong. Rollins did a fantastic job making that kid look good. Right. But man, it, it came off as really good. But I mean. There's a there's another gentleman that was doing a podcast, uh, John Morrison, Taya Taya Valkyrie's husband. Mm. He was on a, a podcast, right. and he's like, he's like, yeah, he did, of course he do great. He got to rehearse his match for three months with Shawn Michaels. Right. So yeah. You kind of look at that and go, ah, okay, they're really putting money in them. They're they want to invest. So, and he goes, you know, look, let him go out in the Indies and wrestle Nick Gage and see what right. happens. It's yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. He'd be lost. Right. And that's, yeah, I mean, that's the thing with Logan Paul. Look, not to take anything away from him because you have to have the athleticism to be able to do it, right? Like, we've seen people try to do, uh, people who aren't wrestlers kind of practice the one match so that they have that one-off match. Not everybody can be, you know, David Arquette <laughs> yeah, doing exactly. the indie thing, right? So, um, so, and to be a wrestler, like obviously to, to sell the moves well and to, to do, I mean, these are feats of athleticism. So obviously he has to have some sort of like natural, um, abilities in order to be able to, to do what he ends up doing. But yeah, it, it's, it is very much, um, you know, not somebody who's getting their reps in, but somebody that has. It's almost like a dance, if you will. Like it's it's choreographed. He practices all those moves, um, gets in the ring, does them, and it helps that he's like he's never had a bad match. But all his matches that have been at um, at premium live events, and they've been against like yeah, Seth Rollins. The last one was Roman Reigns, right? It was. It was. The last and then one the Roman first Reigns. one was the Miz, right? It was so he tagged with the Miz and then turned on the right. Miz. Right. And then it was uh the Roman Reigns and then it was the Royal Rumble match. Rumble, right. And then it was this WrestleMania. So he's had like four matches and he's looked fantastic in all of them. So Right. And it, it doesn't hurt that he's with some of the best wrestlers in the world, right? Like especially in, in Seth Rollins. Like Seth Rollins is gonna get a good match out of you, right? So if you're re yeah, if you're practicing for three months with Shawn Michaels and then you get in the ring with like Seth Rollins, like you really, really have to be a hot mess to mess that up, right? Well, yeah, you'd have to have absolutely no talent whatsoever. Like right. I'm not saying he's not talented, he just has right. a lot of advantages. He's yeah. given he's getting he was given a lot to be successful. When right. there's a lot of people on the roster who've, who've paid their dues and is right. not getting that investment, which that bothers me a little bit. I could see that. But I yeah. get it. They're making a shit ton of money off him because it's Logan Paul from YouTube right. with all his fat fans. Right. So, and also it's, he's it's just crazy. like one of those not likable people too, right? Like, isn't he obnoxious? Like, isn't he famous for being kind of obnoxious? Well, his so brother he, is J Jake. 
Oh, Jake okay. is his, his brother's the the they they call him the problem child. That's his oh, boxing okay. name, and he's he's kind of a douchebag. He calls people okay. out online. He says some douchey things. Um, is, is Logan's Jake more called... of a sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Logan's more of the a uh, little more laid back, but he'll take his pot shots when he can, especially okay. if it's you know somebody talking about his brother and shit. He'll he'll get involved okay. that way. But like, yeah, he's a little more of the. Uh, I'm a business guy. I want to. I want to. I want to play the uh, game. I'm going to try to get all my endorsements. Like he's endorsed right. by UFC. His oh, prime. Wow. His prime water is the official drink of the UFC. Um, oh wow! And he's got like all these other. He's got his podcast, Impulsive, and then he's got all these. All the plus, he's the boxer. He has his own right. like fight thing going on. So he's got a lot of irons in the fire. Mind you, he's okay. being sued because of his whole crypto zoo thing. But I was just going to ask, wasn't he? Yeah, was isn't he in trouble for the? He has to make he has to make his sketchy uh, his, crypto uh, stuff. Yeah, either he has to give like complete the game and have it work, and people are able to right. use what they have, right? What they purchased or reimburse, or because okay. if he doesn't, I believe that's when the uh, what is it the 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 FCA or FCAA gets FCC, involved. FCC, yeah. FCC, yeah. They yeah. get involved and then there's the investigation and then, yeah, that could literally lead into a whole lot of trouble. Okay, so. yeah. Yeah, because I know that with like the FTX collapse and all that, there's quite a few celebrities that um, got in trouble or getting sued for like endorsing FTX, but then there was also um, – I like other like NFTs and all these other things that were um, that celebrities were were endorsing that they didn't disclose that they were being paid to endorse or something like that. So yeah. I know that there was like a handful of people that are getting in trouble and I could have sworn I saw his name there. Now, is Logan Paul or Jake Paul the one that filmed themselves going into that forest in Japan? And oh, that's Logan. That's that Logan was Logan. Paul. OK, yeah. OK. I mean, he was he was a dumb kid, and I I hope that he's learned his lesson. Like, I don't think it's. I mean, that's the thing with the internet now is that like the dumb stuff that we did when we were like teenagers or in our early twenties, like we weren't putting it on the internet, you know. So yeah, we we, we were like, able. Yeah, we could we, hide it. We yeah. Well, I mean, I guess part of it is like being smart enough not to put that dumb shit on the internet in the first place. Because there's a lot of people who like film themselves committing crimes and then put it on the internet because they're morons. But um, I'd like to think I wouldn't have been that stupid in my teens and early twenties. But hey, who knows? Uh, kids are growing up in a different time now. But um, but also it's just like yeah. You, actually, this is um, I don't want to get into AEW just yet because we'll we'll talk about that later. But like I watched a video yesterday that was essentially saying like um, AEW like saved wrestling, but now it's also kind of ruining it. Um, and one of the things they mentioned was that like yeah, great, we've got young, we see young people like Wheeler Yuta and and Daniel Garcia, um, you know, kind of show up fresh, early twenties. Um, you know, they're, they're sort of, you know, the next big thing. There's, there's a lot of, um, eyes on them. You know, obviously they're people that, uh, companies want to invest in, wrestling companies would want to invest in. But when you think about somebody like CM Punk, for example, like the reason why he became who he was and he became a, like, uh, a solid sort of, um, character, uh, if you will, is that he, had a struggle for a long time, right? Like he wasn't just uh, 
plucked from obscurity and then put on TV immediately. Like he, he, he earned his way, you know, he paid his dues. And so having, you know, things like AEW and WE now where you get people like right fresh out of, you know, university or even high school in the case of like Billy Starks, for example, um, you know, are we going to see the same kind of, um, same kind of characters or the same, are we going to see, seeing them progress, is that going to help them or hurt them ultimately? You know what I mean? Because you're seeing them make all the mistakes and, and, you know, kind of learn their way. Um, whereas back in the day, you wouldn't necessarily see that, right? They'd just be doing it at a, at an indie in front of like 30 people for like a hot dog and a handshake. Right. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. So I I think it's kind of a, it's a kind of a double-edged sword uh, when the way comes in, because yes, you're going to be growing in front of the audience because the audience is going to see you. So if you're, if you're bad and you're not making those as you're not improving as quickly as the audience wants you to, they're going to turn on you and then you're going to be, you know, enjoying nice catering as opposed to being on the show. Um, Whereas if, and then if, then on the uh, the plus side is if they see you making those leaps and bounds and, and transitioning and becoming a better wrestler, better mic top, better on the mic, coming right. up with a great character, putting life into that into that uh, persona that you're presenting, then right. yeah, you're going to be a really you'd be a white hot you know baby face right then. Right. So you know the the company will probably pull the trigger on you, put a belt on you. Right. So you can you can get that notoriety quick, and then even if it does fizzle out, you still have that ability to go somewhere else with right. the, the knowledge that you've had and go on to the indies and still get pre- paid pretty well because you wrestled in WWE and you maybe had a championship at one time. Right. So, That's a good so point. I think, you know, kind of, you know, you know come see, way. come saw, as they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I guess being young enough, as long as you don't get like a, a career ending injury, you have the ability to go and like, yeah, go on the indies and kind of rebuild yourself. Speaking and- of injuries. There's a nice right. segue right into the ROH the style of well, stuff. Well, before we go to yeah, that that I definitely want to talk about because that kind of ruined my night for me, but um but I do we did kind of gloss over night 2. And I know night 2 of WrestleMania was like the polar opposite of night 1. There was one good match. That one good match was an amazing match and that was Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. Now that match rocked um but everything else about night two was kind of uh a wet first yeah and then it ended uh, the way it ended now how how do you feel about the ending should oh. roman have lost to cody uh was it the right call well, what did you think about that um i don't think it was the right call considering the story okay. they were telling the way they and the way they told it right that was this was basically we're going to pull the trigger, we're letting this happen. Roman's going to go away for a bit, you know. He needs a break. Blah blah mm. blah. Right, and then all of a sudden, the sales announced right around that time. Right. Yeah. And like, or no, it wasn't announced. It was. Uh, you, I'm assuming there was rumors. It was in rumored. The rumors. There right. Was, there, it, yeah, and it and then like a story had leaked to the press. Yeah. But nothing had been confirmed yet. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it was night two. And then all of a sudden, Roman must pose. Roman must win. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, 
the sale of the companies announced, and right. now it's oh we're going to do a draft, right? And then oh it's probably going to be a brand split, but a hard brand split, right? Where they're going to have two separate entities, which I think is stupid. But we'll talk brand split with the other company as well because yeah, that's a rumor as well. So yep, we'll see what yep. happens there. Um, but yeah, so let's get back to that m- massively horrific injury that happened on uh, Ring of Honor's, what was it? Yeah. Uh, Super Card of Honor. Super Card of Honor. Yeah. So Super Card of Honor, I'm, I'll just start from the beginning because there was some, that, okay, so it wasn't a bad, it wasn't a bad pay-per-view. That said, it was the worst of the Tony Khan era ROH pay-per-views in my opinion. But that's just because he set the bar so high in 2022. So it's not to say that it was a bad pay-per-view. And I think ultimately, and I mean, with WrestleMania, the the issue is that it's it's spread over two nights. I feel like if they had cut a lot of the matches and just put everything into one, put all the good matches on one night, that would have been like, you know, uh, an amazing pay-per-view. But unfortunately, because it was spread over two nights, there's a lot of filler, a lot of crap. Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, I wouldn't say anything was outright bad, but I have an issue with starting the night with Vikingo versus Commander. That match was amazing. That match was great. How do you follow that? Like, you had two guys who, who, who like, may as well be, like, fighting on the moon. Like, they're just so agile and athletic and it was just uh, uh if you're into lucha flippy stuff like that was top tier match right there the problem then after that is you have to follow that and the matches that followed it weren't bad they were fine but it was just not as exciting as that first match and then it starts to pick up again and the 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 ladder match for the tag team belts that match was really good. It was a really fun ladder match. I'm not a big fan of ladder matches because they go either way. If they're either clusterfucks that you're just like, what is happening? Or, you know what, you have somebody in there who knows how to build one of those matches well, and then you have a decent one. But I'm finding lately most ladder matches that I watch are just incoherent sort of messes. And this one wasn't. This one was actually a really good match, and I'm like, okay, finally. Um, this this pay-per-view is picking back up. And then I watched Dante Martin. I I mean, it, I, I felt sick to my stomach. Like, do you want to describe the injury? I don't know if I can. So essentially, his leg exploded. <sighs> so, it, so what happened was it was a Canadian destroyer off a ladder through stacked tables outside tables. of the ring. Yeah. Oh, God. And that they was, were double a- stacked. If yeah. it wasn't double stacked, I don't think his leg would have broken. But um, I don't know. It, I don't well, know. It's hard to know. Anyway, but the way that leg bent, and when he yeah. rolled over, and it went yeah. 180 degrees the other way. Yeah. And he went. That's not good. Because ah! he, you heard him go, ah, my leg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was very, very uh, disturbing. Yeah. And then. Um, it ruined he my night. Out, yeah, he stayed outside the ring, and I'm like, oh, he's real hurt. Yeah. Like, bad hurt. And yeah. then the rest of the match happened, and it was kind of like, is Dante Let's okay? Let's ignore that Let's part of the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, he's not, hopefully he doesn't lose his leg. Um, yeah. 
And then all of a sudden, you know, the, then the Lucha brothers win, which was, was great. I, f- I feel like they rushed the ending a little bit because they're like, we got to sure. get this match done. So, and not only, I mean, think of Penta. Penta was the one who gave the destroyer to Dante. And then he has to continue because he has to win. I, I can't imagine how he would be feeling in that moment. No? Oh, it'd be, it'd be like when you know someone got hurt doing the doing what you're supposed to be doing, yeah. it would absolutely suck. Like we yeah. all know it wasn't done with intention. No, was, of course not. There's no possible way he could have thought that this is going to happen. Right. I've never seen like – I've seen some pretty gory things in wrestling. I saw Sid's yeah. leg bend backwards. Uh, I seen a guy get double stomped on the chest where his lungs were punctured and he spit blood for like five minutes straight. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. See, this is the things John doesn't tell you. Or sorry, Swamp Ninja tells you where we used to watch some really weird stuff on the internet. It was called Wrestling Gone Wrong. Oh, <laughs> um, no. Oh, and it was everything between interviews uh you know uh backstage segments uh you know people breaking limbs or just being oh completely dumbfounded oh yeah it was there's some nasty stuff on the internet back in the the early oh. uh, 2000s and, and late oh 90s. yeah like the the time of uh, rotten.com or whatever exactly exactly yeah, okay everything was supposed to be like hey watch this guy break his leg and you're like oh yeah i see why because he jumped yeah. through a table backwards yeah. and did a 360 and didn't land correct <laughs> like yeah yep, that's how limbs work yeah did did so my my question to you okay so for me i'll just to finish off the card there there was still two matches after that happened there was uh shibata versus uh wheeler Utah, and there was um uh eddie kingston versus claudio and I, I couldn't even concentrate on those matches. And I actually was having like kind of a, an existential crisis about watching wrestling. Um, because I, I have to admit, like, so the reason why Vikingo versus Commander, the opening match, was really thrilling was these guys were doing things that were just like, um, it, it, it's, it's an adrenaline rush to see these guys do this. And you want them to succeed because if they fuck up, they get really hurt especially with like commander who's like basically a tightrope walker right so you see that and part of the thrill like the the ladder mat not the ladder match sorry the cage match at all out 2021 between the lucha brothers and the young bucks like that was the same thing it was such a thrilling match or uh brit baker versus um thunder rosa lights out like those matches have a thrill to them because there's an element of danger and I get that that's part of the appeal of watching wrestling. Of course, like there's, there's, you're watching these people put their their bodies on the line, um, and something could go wrong, something unexpected could happen. And I get that. But uh, when something does go horribly wrong, like what we saw with Dante Martin and his leg, um, not, I mean, aside from the fact that, like, yeah, it was like a gruesome injury. Like, you're yeah, right, his leg. Basically, like, his his shin bone, like, snapped in half. And his leg, like, twisted into an angle that's like, yeah, your leg's not supposed to be like that. Like, there's a problem there. Um, between that and then seeing Hangman get concussed uh, by John Moxley a few months ago, like, it made me think, like, is it worth it to watch wrestling if I might potentially see somebody, one, get, like, a life-altering injury, or even worse, like, see somebody die in the ring? Like, is it worth it? 
And then the next night I watched Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley and all was forgotten, of course, but um, I keep thinking about that occasionally. Like, is it... Like, is that part of the reason why you watch wrestling? Just the, the, the thrill of possibly seeing something like that go wrong? Oh, uh, no. How do you no, feel no, no. when you I'm, see something like that happen? Uh, I, I feel the same way. I'm just like, damn, that, that's going to be awful for the, the wrestler because he's not going right. to wrestle. He's going to be off TV. And th- right. like, this is, a, this is again, where uh, Top Flight was getting a push because they were like the, right. the guy, they were the foils to the Lucha Brothers the whole match. Right, and they then, were the the two brother tag teams fighting exactly. each other, and, yeah. and they were like, it was, and like, it was to the belt too. I mean, the belt was, sadly was being, um, it was on a, it wasn't being fought by the reigning champions, unfortunately, because Jay Briscoe passed away. But that was another brother tag team too. So it's it's nice to see like one brother tag team take it, and then to see yeah, the two top teams going for it being two brothers again so yeah it's a nice story sorry go ahead so so yeah so i think they were going to get a push like they were going to be right the the contenders for that roh title because i think they're going to try to i think they're going to try to build top flight in roh and then right. put them back on the main roster for right. you know ftr and you know right. whoever what other other what other tag teams do decide to form because i'm assuming it looks like there's some tag teams looking that may be forming because right. there's, there's the young bucks uh i'm thinking well we'll talk about that later but there's some other right. other tag teams that i think may be forming um right. but yeah like i don't i don't watch wrestling for what could happen i want to watch a train wreck like that's not me right okay um, I, I'm not like you would watch GCW if that was the case. <laughs> well, I've watched GCW, but I know what okay. I'm ex- I know what's going to happen because, right. like, you know, something's going to fuck up in that promotion. That's just how it right. rolls, right? So, you're kind of like, if you want, like, if you want to. So, my young fella started getting into wrestling recently. I forgot oh, okay. to mention this last month. So, he started watching wrestling with his a couple of his online buddies, they do watch parties. One of the guys has like the WWE network. They set up a discord chat and they watch it all together. Oh, that's um, nice. So, yeah, so they do that. And he's now been like, kind of asking me about like, what's, you know, what are some of the hardcore matches you've watched? So then all of a right. sudden I turn around and I have all my DVDs there that I had from <laughs> ECW. And I'm like, well, you need to watch this and you should watch that. And right. well, if you like this, you're going to have to watch that. Cause he just loves the, he, my, my young fella, he just, he watches it for the train wrecks. He thinks it's oh, hilarious okay. that this is happening. Okay. He goes, these people are doing this on purpose. Right. <laughs> I'm like, well, yes. And no, they don't yeah. want the bad things to happen, but yes, right. they are trying to make this as entertaining as possible. Right. So like I've, I've entered, like he didn't know what GCW was. So I introduced him to that. So then I introduced him to like John Moxley wrestling, that sort of thing. Right. So it's uh yeah, it's kind of neat that he's he's kind of into it, and they hang out. They like they watch it, and he right. watched Revolution, and they nice. watched a, they watched Supercard of Honor, and they saw the leg break too. So I got to chat uh. with him about that. But he was just like, he goes, "That was I was really bad. It was really really yeah. bad." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Like, there's some gnarly stuff that happens in the ring. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with you too about Top Flight as well. Like, I feel like. And it would have been fun to see, like, I mean, were they setting up these two to kind of have a rivalry throughout the year, like FTR and the Briscoes had last year? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it would have been, been really epic. fun. 
that would have been really fun to see unfortunately it's not the case but i mean it's funny because dante martin for the longest time for the longest time for like over a year he had to be a singles wrestler on his own while his brother got over like a, a really um a, a, a bad injury and i mean last i heard from dante martin he was you know very high hopes about his recovery um my guess is that it was a clean break and that they were able to just set it and now it's like yeah don't stand on it for like a year and then we'll see if you can walk on it again um oh they'll be knows, it'll be but... seven months because i'm pretty sure they put a pit plate and some screws in there oh absolutely yeah they they would have had to um so whether or I'd... not they stay there permanently but they're definitely there to keep it in place now that's for sure um but uh yeah so now do we see darius um while his brother is out do we see him kind of get his you know paired up with like a matt seidel or maybe an ar fox or something and then he i'm can pretty sure it could be him and ar fox ar fox yeah. and will probably hang out do yeah. their thing and then he can learn from a veteran that way and then you know they can come together and um and you know be that much better because they were able to you know work on their own right as opposed yeah. to just always kind of relying on their brother to to pick up the slack or to pick up um you know half the time in the ring if you're going to be the only person in the ring at that point like yeah you might be able to to really hone your craft and you know they might be better for it in the long run but it's just yeah it's just a shame that yeah it's their def their tag team uh careers are on pause yet again for an extended amount of time due to injury unfortunately yeah they've they've had a rough rough uh go of it since they may have joined aew so yeah. I'm wondering if they, maybe they should leave yeah maybe <laughs> yeah it's like ah oh, we, we need to leave why i we we get hurt here this isn't fun yeah, yeah exactly but um i mean then again they might also just be like front loading their injuries at the beginning of their career and then now they'll just from here on out be rebuilt superhuman style and then they'll be you know unstoppable and unable to be injured because they have like metal plates in their bodies they're cyborgs <laughs> so, now yeah they're cyborgs they're wrestling cyborgs lucha uh lucha cyborgs lucha borgs um yeah so yeah so ring of honor the way i look at ring of honor now is kind of un the unofficial brand split of AEW, in my opinion but then we find out and this is uh uh hot off the wrestling goss from the internet um the dirt sheets are reporting that cm punk is coming back to AEW, but uh they want to have and there's probably a new show starting this june Saturday night's called Collision, and it's expected to be a brand split so that the people who don't want to deal with CM Punk can uh, not be on that show, and the people that are fine working with CM Punk can be on Collision. How do you feel about that? That's a slippery slope. I think that's a bad idea. Um, yeah. As much as I want Punk to come back, and yeah. I want to see, I want to see them, him, I want to see them him feud with Omega and Elite because it makes sense. It'll right. make a shit ton of money. Um, right. That needs to happen, but 
I think it will eventually, but apparently it's going to be Jericho and him. Yeah, apparently it's going to be Jericho and him because Jericho's like, yeah, I'll do business with him. I can be professional. The Bucks are like, fuck no. They don't want nothing to do with him. See, I don't know about that. I, I It could be the case, but I also suspect that, um, and I really hate this, I really hope this is not the case, but could it just be that CM Punk is still like in his head, no, I need to be a face. And when I come back, I might not be a face if I go up against the Elite and Kenny, but I'm oh, definitely a face up against... Yeah, but he... He... <laughs> he... he I'm sure he does, but I I find like I mean his booking in his the first year of AEW, it was I thought it was tweener booking, but it turns out we found out after the fact that like no this guy was a face in his mind even though I didn't see it, but he was a, apparently a face, and now if he comes back his first feud is against Jericho who's like a super heel like I mean. He literally just told Adam Cole last night that he doesn't respect him. And it's like Adam Cole just came back from a possibly career ending injury and the crowd loves him. And, you know, you don't you're going to tell him you don't respect him. Like clearly Jericho is playing the heel here. So if CM Punk comes back, it's almost like he wants to definitely be the face if his first feud is Jericho. No, see, here's here's where here's where you, you're you're getting it twisted, right? Okay. So, wrestler, like wrestling fans themselves, we know what's going on. Like a lot of us are stupid smart. Like we call ourselves smart right. marks, right? Right. Um, so we yeah. we know that Chris Jericho went on Twitter and called right. Punk a cancer, a cancer, right? Right. And then we also know that Punk doesn't really like Jericho, right? Just from he called him a yeah, he called him a stooge because back in WWE, he was, you know, Jericho politics. Right. Right? So, you know, there's there's that animosity. Oh, and CM Punk did politic. Oh, no, I know he did. But he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he had to really like politic, though. Like, he, the, right. here's, the thing about, here's the thing about CM Punk. In WWE, right. he was treated very, very poorly. Right. Like, yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. He was, he was so, so wrestling really left a bitter taste in punk's mouth so then when punk left wrestling and he be and then the whole seven year saga of him and then the whole cult cabana thing and the art of the podcast and all the lawsuit and whatever you know that was a personal thing with punk and punk didn't really want to go out and talk about it but then what happened was when punk came back from wrestling back to wrestling us smart marks we wanted to talk about the cult cabana thing so of course the bucks and an Omega and Hangman are going to use it in interviews and and promos. You know this. It's not like you knew something was going to happen. Like Punk oh, yeah, should and the know whole better. Thing with AEW is they like to like really blur the lines between kayfabe and what's actually happening, right? Well, yeah. So so yeah, and I mean CM Punk came into that knowing that would be the case, no? Well, exactly. And that's what I mean. Like, so Punk should have known better in this situation. Like he should have re like the, the, at the press conference, when, when the pipe bomb right. or the, the, right what do they bomb. call it? The right pipe bomb. bomb or the uh, bitch out or whatever they want to call it. Um, oh, brawl, brawl, out. That's what it's brawl, brawl out. out is the fight after, but the yeah. gripe bomb is what 
yeah, the scrum like, was, his speech at the scrum, yeah. I can see it from his point of view if, like, they didn't really, like, they should have maybe run it by him, like, hey, can we poke fun at this? Like, I get that. That's usually what right. you're supposed to do. But, again, it's AEW. They're pushing an envelope. They're trying to blur the lines. So they thought, Punk's professional. Punk's been, Punk knows this. We, we know, He knows right. we're not serious. But then all of a sudden, you know, Hangman hit him with that weird promo. And then the Bucks right. apparently said something online about the whole Colt Cabana isn't in AEW because of Punk. And so that no, so that, that was never proven to be the Bucks. He was convinced it was the Bucks. But it's since come out that it's entirely possible that it was Jericho. And it was also possible that it could have been any number of people in the in the locker room because Cole Cabana had a lot of fans. I mean, not a lot of fans, had a lot of friends in the locker room. And then there was also just the simple fact that like as soon as CM Punk started in AEW, that was the first question a lot of people asked, like, oh, what's going to happen to Colt Cabana? And it wasn't lost on anyone that Colt Cabana basically disappeared. And then, um, you know, I, I don't think it necessarily had to have been the Young Bucks to have said anything. Now, I think what happened was because it came out that the Young Bucks told Tony don't um, don't get rid of him, just move him to Ring of Honor. So maybe that's where he got the idea that the Young Bucks were the ones who leaked that story to the dirt sheets. But that could have been anybody. Well, exactly. And But again, he just, he's the reactionary. The Young Bucks have a he lot of friends backstage too, right? Yeah, so. he, he, yeah but he, Punk doesn't think that way. Punk thinks that, oh, people are against me because that's the way it's always been in his wrestling right. career. So it's just it's I honestly link it to just PTSD of being in the, in the wrestling business, being away from it for that. seven years and then coming right back in and jumping in the deep end. He felt like he was being disrespected all over again, and he just he lashed out. He shouldn't have. He did. Right. Um, I think they should be able to get together, talk, and figure it out. But in all honesty, in all honesty, probably not. So they're going to try to do this brand split. I just don't know if it's going to be an ROH. Uh, brand split. I think it's going to be. I think we're going to have three entities. ROH is going to be there where they put their young talent to get right. their teeth, you know, whatever, and that's what they'll use. So it'll be like ROH will be like it'll be ROH and then uh, ROH on AEW Dark and and Elevation. Like that's mm. going to be the feeder system, and then you're going to have Dynamite, and then you're going to have Collision. Right. And I think I, th I and the, what I think is going to happen is is if you're on Collision. If you choose to go on collision, that's just so Punk can have people to wrestle. You, right. it, It's not going to be held against you, so you can still be a dynamite person. I literally right. think they're making that division just to put Punk in to be non-problematic. And you're going to see who's going to be in that division. FTR. Right. Um, Wardlow. Um, right. You might see Britt over there. You're going to see Adam Cole over there probably. Um, you're gonna see, well, Adam you're, gonna see, you're gonna see Soraya, you're gonna see Ruby, you're probably gonna see the outcasts over there. Um, um I, I don't know about Adam Cole because Adam Cole is friends with the Bucks as well. Like, um, what's his face? CM Punk didn't like, have anything bad to say about him, but that doesn't necessarily mean that Adam Cole is buddy buddy with CM Punk either. No, but I think I Adam think Adam Cole, Cole will be is like, just if Britt's an, over there, nice I'm guy. gonna go I'm gonna go with Britt too. Maybe. Right? Well, considering the storyline we have going right now with that whole thing, 
Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be like they're going to be an item like on TV now. They're going to try right. to do the power couple thing. Mm. So it's going to be. I'm I'm happy a, to see Adam Cole as a face. How do you feel about Adam Cole as a face? I hate him as a face. Really? I I don't I, I don't like rah rah Adam Cole. I like cocky HBO. Like he reminds me of HBK. Talk right. shit, back it up. I'm the main event. I'm the guy. Like that's what I like about Adam Cole. That's what mm, I liked I, about the Undisputed Era. They're all cocky, arrogant pricks. Uh, um, I I found Adam Cole as a heel to be so tiresome. First of all, the crowd cheers for him. So why is he a heel? Um, and then second of all, he won all his matches by punching his opponent in the dick. And oh, yeah, then the doing the boom. Punch. It, it, it was it was annoying to watch. It wasn't fun to watch. It was boring. I was so sick of it. Um, seeing him boom. come out and just be chugs, I'm so happy about that. I don't like Brit though. I I I don't watch All Access, but from what I read, she's not coming across as a particularly smart or likable person. Um, she's very sympathetic to Adam Cole and Soraya's injuries, but then shits on Thunder Rosa for not uh, being, not wanting to wrestle injured. It's like, pick one or the other. You can't be sympathetic for your friends or your boyfriend that are injured and then the person you don't oh, like. You know there's animosity there. You know why. Right, but, and how much of that is, is, is kayfabe? Um, how much and then the other, Right, and then the real? other thing that pisses me off about that, and this is, and I, I get what Tony Khan is doing. It does make for compelling, um, narratives if we don't know how much is kayfabe and how much is actually like people not liking each other or people being friends or whatever um what's going on in the back i get the appeal of that but the problem is you have a lot of really crappy people who live their life on the internet and they go after wrestlers um like they don't like they think wrestlers are one-dimensional characters who don't actually have lives and and feelings and all that and you've seen a lot of crap online like thunder rosa has had to quit social media like twice since Britt baker started tearing into her so i i don't know how smart it is and like how good it is for like workers morale and mental health if you're doing these kind of stories that invite these psychos online to start like essentially cyberbullying you. No, don't you think that's a little kind of fucked up? See, I I I tend to this this is just me because I'm an old right. first. Um, Rosa knew what she saw what she was signing up for when she got into wrestling. This isn't anything new, and this isn't anything to like a like a crazy degree. Like I understand social media does play a really major factor in wrestling. But at right. the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know that that's a person that you don't even know. Right. Right. Like I could see like I, uh, if it was like a, you know, like a Tessa Blanchard style thing where everybody was coming out against her. Right. It would be more of a like, oh shit, she's, she's done in wrestling type thing. It's not that. Right. It's just Brit. Right. And Brit's fans. Right. So it's not like right. all of wrestling hates her. No, of course not. But like at the same time, it, it's it's got like it's like so. Tessa Blanchard said some really horrific things and like outright racist things, 
And she was kind of a nightmare, apparently, like long before it came out that she was, um, you know, using racial slurs against um, wrestlers in the locker room. Like she wasn't that liked to begin with. So that doesn't help. But Thunder, all Thunder Rosa did was get into a feud with Britt Baker. And then Britt Baker decides to shit on her. And because Britt Baker is popular and Tony Khan fucking loves her. And then she's also, like, uh, associated with Jamie Hayter, who's the most liked women's wrestler in AEW right now. Like, all Thunder Rosa did wrong was just not be friends with Britt Baker. Like, I, I don't get... I, I personally, and I'm not saying it, it, so I actually watched a YouTube video that was kind of interesting, and it was about mobs and how people will, like, see somebody and they'll determine, like, this person is not a good person for XYZ reason. Sometimes it's something stupid. Sometimes it's, like, legit. Like, no, they're they're a bigot. I get it. But, like, are you piling on because you're asking for accountability, or are you piling on because... You're, blood, you're part of a bloodthirsty mob and you want to see somebody suffer, right? And so when you look at Thunder Rosa, like I said, all she did was just not be friends with Britt Baker and all of a sudden she's getting a mob telling her that she's overrated and she's the worst and like, so, you know, okay. really so let's, calling let's, her let's a just, coward. Like let, all let, these, let's, you know. Let's, is, let's is back it, it up for a second. Let's back right. it up for a second, okay? Right. So... AEW's inception, Britt Baker's the champ. Britt mm. Baker's the the person. Right? She wasn't a Who, champ at the inception. The first champ was Rio, no? No, no, but like she was like the face of the, the division, right. I guess. She's right. championing the, 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 the yeah. division. The lady she's the yeah, lady she, in the division. They, they they she was the person they were building the division around. Exactly. Right. So you know, Britt all of a sudden, so it was Rio and Nyla at the beginning, and then Britt gets right. into that schmoz, and then she becomes the champion. Now she's got the company on her back. Right. And Britt's a really green wrestler at this point. Right. She was only wrestling for, what, three years, four years? Uh, I don't know, but she wasn't wrestling full-time because she's also a dentist, so. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so Britt's got all that going on. And she still comes in and does her job to the best of her ability. Right? right. Okay. So then all of a sudden, Tony has to come up with like, okay, who's going to be the foil to Right. Brit? I don't want to break up Brit and Jamie yet. Right. Because that's, it's a really cool faction. Um, right. I, Rio just lost the title. Nyla, right. she's a great big monster, but she doesn't really translate to the crowd. Thunder Rosa um, has this huge following. Right. Thunder Rosa has yeah, this huge following I, no, for it AAA. Made, it made sense. Well, no, and NWA and just being on the indies. And when she first arrived, immediately everybody started liking her. But Jamie didn't come until later. Jamie, Thunder Rosa started in the pandemic era. Jamie started after the pandemic had ended and they were back in live audiences. So, sorry, just to the, the time. Yeah, okay. At the I, time, I Britt was with... Up. Britt was friends with Rebel at the time. Oh, Arriba, right. Yeah. It was just her and Rebel. That's right. Because, right. yeah, Rebel kept getting involved. I remember. Right. Somebody kept interfering the match right. um, with, with Britt. And that was getting right. tired and old. Like, yeah. we were all getting sick of it. So we all started hating on Britt for a little bit. And Thunder Rosa mm. was a breath of fresh air. Right? Mm. So then what happens? Uh, they never pull the trigger when it was hot. They mm. let that 
they let that feud play out and kind of smolder right. and fizzle. And then they have the payoff. Finally, Rosa wins the matches. Rosa wins the match and it goes off like a wet fart, right? Doesn't really, doesn't really make sense. Like it does, doesn't come off as grandiose as they would like it. Then the title reign begins, right? Right. And the title reign of Rosa was lackluster at best. Right. Um, she didn't really, like when she was. We've since found out though, is that she was injured the whole time though. Has she though? Like, what is her? She injury? was. She was that. rumored. She was rumored to be injured. Remember, she had the TBS tournament. She had that match against uh, Jade Cargill. Yeah. She'd been rumored to be injured as far back as then, but she didn't okay. want to say anything because she knew the belt was coming to her, and she didn't want to miss her opportunity. Right. So she. So she. So she got injured. She fought injured. And, yeah. Allegedly, because we don't know. I don't know if it's been proven. I don't remember right. seeing anything that it was. She's been injured that long. Um, but I heard. Went, I've, 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 like I said, I've, I heard the rumor of her being injured since before she got the belt. Because I remember so, hearing them being worried that she wouldn't get the belt. Right. It was so obvious they were setting up her and, and for her to be the one to take the belt off Brit. That's why we didn't see her on TV for a year. Because she couldn't be near Brit. Sorry, go ahead. So anyway, so she comes she comes back, she wins the the, the belt from Brit. She gets her title run. So so okay, if you're injured, fine. Yeah. I understand that. But like every match she was in did not translate. Nobody cared. Nobody wanted like in all honesty, it felt like women's match, time to go to the you know what I mean? Right. Like time to go go check out the vendor or go get a right. hot dog or whatever. So if unfortunately it felt like that. So she she felt like she was kind of getting disrespect. Like in all honesty, when you see when you saw her wrestle, yeah. Like when you saw Rosa wrestle, she didn't have it in her eyes anymore. Like when she first came right. in to where when she won the title, it was two different wrestlers, right? Um, and I understand that that could be due to the injury, but that's fine. So then what happens is is the wrestling and yeah. Rosa's Rosa's hurt. And yeah. her, her and Britta wrestling, and apparently Rosa, she sandbags her, right? No, like it was she, Marina Shafir. The rumor was that she had sandbagged Marina Shafir, right. and then Britt came out oh, with the sandbag. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then Britt comes out a week later with, with the, the sandbag and T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. So then, right then and there, that's like, okay, is the, are they trying to blur the lines here? Is this right. is this kayfabe? Is this shoot? Right. Obviously, it was shoot because Rosa was pissed about it. Right. And then Rosa disappeared. I don't think they have it. I don't think Rosa came back and had another match. And then all of a sudden, the title was vacated because she right. was hurt so bad. Right. So that's fine. Like, but but in that time she was gone, she held up the division for how how long before the title came off her. Right. Okay. So there's a few things to, to point. So Thunder Rosa was a babyface champion. And remember who else was champions at the time? Babyface Jurassic Express, who a lot of people said their reign was lackluster. Babyface Hangman, who a lot of people were also disappointed in um, his uh, reign. This is also when that influx of WWE wrestlers was coming in every week or so, it would look like. So it was almost like Tony Khan got all these new toys 
His favorite, of course, being CM Punk and, and Adam Cole. And those people got pushed above the title holders, right? And so, I, and then if you also recall during the time of Thunder Rosa's reign, she was, she never got promos or anything like that. Like, even though Britt wasn't technically the, 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 the champion anymore, she was still getting more TV time than Thunder Rosa. Um, but at that point, Thunder was, was hurt was, she didn't want to wrestle though, right? Like, that's what I remember. I mean, yeah, that's likely what happened, but it's also just, it seemed like Tony Khan had no interest in he didn't have any interest in his champions at that time. See, this is because this it is was a, if she was also like sure she was hurt, but like she was fighting Marina Shafir, who's relatively green and like unknown people. Like she only started getting like like Tony Storm showed up and then her and Tony Storm started having like they're, uh, they were together and then they were starting off a feud before she had to vacate the belt. But like, like Thunder Rosa was the champion and she wasn't fighting anybody at the top of the card because that was, you know, Brit's territory. I don't know. I, I just, I, I, I feel bad for Thunder Rosa because let's say she is injured. She knows that like her spot is very precarious and she knows if she says, I have to go, then she might not get that chance at that belt again. A lot of people, I, I hear a lot of stories, like Dolan Castle was fighting with a, a back injury that turned out to be a broken back because he didn't want to miss his chance at being ROH champion when he got won the belt off Cody, which is really stupid. Um, so it's like a known thing of wrestlers to not want to lose their, their push because they know how easy and fickle wrestling fans are they do something dumb and they fight injured but it also didn't help that it doesn't help and this is an ongoing thing with tony khan unfortunately is like he has his clear favorites he wants to push those people and it's uh, it it's kind of like at the expense of other people unfortunately like he's better than wwe like he won't if he sees that there's like organic um like fan like love for somebody like Takeshita, for example, he's willing to like, oh, okay, you guys like him. I'll give you more Takeshita. Unlike WWE, which for the longest time, I, my understanding was somebody got over organically and they're like, no, we have to destroy you now. But, um, I don't know all that to say, I don't know if it's such a good idea to do this whole work shoot thing. Um, well, sometimes anyway. it works and sometimes it doesn't, but Here's my hot take on Thunder Rosa. And okay. I know you're going to hate this. Uh, I mean, you're entitled to your opinion, sure, but go ahead. She's not the best. She's not a good wrestler. She's, um, not. she's not. I don't, like, I can go back and you can show me all the stuff she done in MWA with what's her name, the Brick House Lady, whatever her name is. Camille. Camille. Like, yeah, yeah Camille carried her through those matches. Like, I go back and watch those and be like, yeah, Thunder's, like, I understand why Thunder's over. She's the upstart underdog type thing, and, like, everyone's going to root for her. But, like, like nothing spectacular by any means. Like, the, yeah. only, the only thing I can go back and look at Thunder Rose and be like, that was awesome, was the Lights Out match. That's where she, she earned the stripe there to be like, okay, she's going to take it. Okay, she's Brit's foil, right? Complete, like, that's, that match made her an AEW. And she and once once people saw her do that, 
they wanted to see that every night from her and she couldn't do it. And that's unfortunate. That's nothing against her. Like that's a tall order to do every fucking night for sure. Completely agree. I think people uh, looked at it as like, oh, she's this good. She should be this good all the time. And no, this isn't how that works. You have to, you can't have those banger of matches every time. Something's going to change. Something has to give. But I just look at Rosa as she was pushed too fast. I think she should have marinated somewhere a little longer to get more chemistry. Like, in all honesty, a lot of the issue with Thunder Rosa and Britt was they hated hated each other to where you can it's palpable and you understand why they hate each other, but it's still no chemistry in the ring. Like they don't they don't click. That's I feel like that's Britt Baker's fault because she doesn't have chemistry with anybody in the ring either. And and complete. I think that's her. I I I thought the whether whose fault it is, I don't mind. But there was no chemistry in the ring, and that's like so. You know, Britt's the most favorite wrestler. So who are they going to blame it on? Rosa, right? Right. Like and like I I get you. I'm 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 not saying she's not. She doesn't get a bad rap. But me looking back at like what she's done in AEW and even going back and looking at NWA and what's her what's her wrestling promotion she has? Uh, what's uh, it called? Mission Pro. Mission Pro. So you, you go back and you even watch that type of stuff. Like, you know, it's it's good wrestling. She's great in the ring. But when she like as long as there's something that she can chemistry wise, it works. She comes off great. But when there's nothing there. It, it just feels flat. And like, that's, and again, like I said, that I it's, I'm, not bl- I'm not blaming the chemistry thing on Rosa. I'm blaming it on whoever she's wrestling with. They're, they're not coming down to meet her. They're not either going up to meet her intensity or they're not coming down to try to like, you know, meet that, meet the energy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like you said, it's, no, a I agree and with if you're that. fighting each other, it comes off as, Oh, they, they don't even want to be here. Yeah, I, I, so you, at first I was like going to say, like, I completely disagree with you because I, so I think Thunder Rosa is a perfectly fine wrestler. Um, I, I, the first match I ever saw her with was with Sheeta at uh, All Out 2020. Yeah, All Out 2020. And I love that match. I thought they were great. And that was like the first time I actually like kind of watched wrestling. It was the worst wrestling pay-per-view I ever watched. And it was before I even started watching Dynamite. Um, I watched that just because it was the pandemic. We had nowhere else to go on a, a Labor Day weekend. So Swamp Ninja and I watched it. I watched Sheeta and Thunder Rosa. I loved it. I fell in love with both of them. Um, and so I think part of it definitely has to do with like, yeah, and Sheeta's, uh, not Sheeta, well, Sheeta and Thunder Rosa are two people that I started, or like two of the first women's wrestlers that I saw. And so I like them. I, I root for them. Thunder Rosa was on dark basically exclusively from when her and Britt Baker started feuding because she had to be away from Britt Baker. And remember, there was no Rampage at this time. It was just Dynamite. And there was only one ladies match. And it had to be, it had to have Britt somehow involved. Um, And so Thunder Rosa had to be kept away from Britt. All her matches were on dark for basically a year. And uh, some of those matches we're just against jobbers, nothing spectacular, but some of those matches were actually pretty good. Um, I agree with you that, yeah, Thunder Rosa isn't necessarily somebody that can elevate whoever she's wrestling. 
Like, she's not Brian Danielson or Claudio, who it's impossible to get a good match, uh, to get a bad match. Whoever has a match with those two is having their best match because those two are phenomenal wrestlers and they bring out the best. And it's like, they basically tell whoever they're wrestling, like, I'm not having a bad match, so you better step up. Thunder Rosa can't quite do that. And I think also with Thunder Rosa, yes, she was seen very, she was seen as one of the best in the division for the longest time. But then as people like Ruby Soho and Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter and, you know, more Joshi started coming in, like when now they have Taya Valkyrie, like, and then the, the young ones are starting to get better as well. Like Jade's improving a lot. Sky Blue's improving a lot. Julia Hart's improving a lot. Um, all of a sudden Thunder Rosa wasn't quite, you know, the best anymore. And I think that also probably kind of hurt her standing. It also doesn't help that she, she was likely wrestling injured when she finally got her TV time. Um, so yeah, but all that to say, like for her to just, you know, basically get bullied online because Britt Baker said something about her, um, Oh yeah, I don't I agree think, with any of this. That, like that yeah. bothers me. But again, this is something that has. I mean, it's a problem with anybody. It's not even just wrestling. Um, I watch Drag Race, um, and some of the fans are incredibly cruel to people, uh, to drag queens they don't like, or drag queens that they perceive as slighting their favorite drag queen is just as vicious. Uh, just today, I was reading about how um, Taylor Swift and her boyfriend broke up recently. And, like, some random no-name actress posted a bunch of photos about her latest job uh, on the internet. And it turns out, like, one of her co-stars was Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriend. And then she just got an onslaught of, of, of hate from Taylor Swift fans for daring to post a photo of her friend who happens to be Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriend. Like, people on the internet are just psychotic. Oh, we're horrible um, people. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, if I was famous, I wouldn't. I mean, I'm barely on social media now as a non-famous person. But if I was famous, I, I don't think I would have a Twitter or anything like that. Or it oh, would, I, I would must, have a team I would of people. Light it up. Oh, if I was, oh, man, <laughs> fun. I would. No, seriously. You know, like if I, you know, who would love that if he was famous? Al, I would love to light shit up on Twitter if he was famous. He'd burn it down. Uh, but is that a good thing, though? No, no. It's just it's. Some people are just, you know, that's what they like to do. Some people like to go online and just try to incite chaos. But like see, I, like I said before, people uh, are horrible, and I know this yeah. because I'm people. <laughs> like, I know I can, I know I was a horrible person at one point in my to- in my life. Right. Like, I know that. Like we well, all, yeah, we were all teenagers guys. once. Teenagers are are pretty. Oh, I've been talking even when I was like a young adult in my thirties. Yeah. I was probably a horrible person at some point in time <laughs> in my life. Sometimes I treated somebody poorly. I'll admit it. Right. But like it happens. It's life. It's, you know, you, right. some things set you off and, you know, some people have to bear the brunt of it and it's unfortunate. And I was probably rude to somebody at some point in time, but you know, I've, I've been, uh, people have been really horrible to me too. <laughs> like right. I answer phones all day. So yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I deal. I sometimes deal with people where I'm just sort of like, and the thing is right now I, I, not to get into too much personal detail, but like I'm in a position right now where I have a little bit more leeway. Um, I'm not, you know, just a, an agent on the phone, frontline talking to people. Like I'm, 
I, I, when I'm on the phone, it's because something went terribly wrong and it's, it's been escalated and all that. So I have a little bit more leeway when somebody's being an asshole to be like, Hey, you know, um, I don't have to help you. Um, and you called me, that's always yeah. my line. I love saying that. <laughs> well, no, me, it's not the case. Me, it's more so like I have to call back and do damage control. But like, if they start laying into me and I, you know, that's when I'm like, Hey, I'm here to help you. I, I, I acknowledge that what you went through is not acceptable, but I'm here to help you solve this problem. And if you're going to talk to me that way, it doesn't make me want to solve this problem, you know? Yeah. And I've had a few moments where I've had people turn around and say, I'm really sorry. Um, I was frustrated and I know it wasn't your fault. And, you know, and I mean, that feels like, you know, a million bucks when that happens. It's just like, yeah, that's right. Like, you didn't need to treat me like shit and you better be sorry. But I, I um, literally, when I get that on the phone, I just, st- yeah. I go completely quiet yeah. to the point where I mute my microphone. So they think I hung up. <laughs> and then they go, are you still there? And then I come back on, yes. Were you going to help me? I'm definitely willing to help you, but we need maybe to take a breath. Yeah, exactly. We, we need to not talk to me like that right now. Right. And then yeah. we're like, yeah, you're right. Because it's just like, it's, I think it's hilarious <laughs> because you just, you just go, you go completely silent and they're just right. like, hello, hello, hello. Because they've been on the phone for 20 or 30 right. minutes already. And then to get, to get that, oh no, I have to call back. That's the fear right. of God in them right then and there. Right. <laughs> I'm oh, going to be course. in the queue again. <laughs> right. I have to wait another half hour before somebody exactly. answers and I'm still not getting any work done. Yeah, I totally get it. But I don't know. But oh, for me, ultimately though, I, I, I feel like, <laughs> I feel it's, like as honestly, a species. Rosa got human- a bad rep. I'll admit <laughs> She got a bad rep. Unfortunately, it sucks for her. Like, I don't know how right. bad her back is. Is she going to be wrestling again? Is she recovering? Like, what's the situation? I haven't heard anything about Thunder Rosa. Same with Chris oh, she's Statlander. Back. She's, heard um, she, that Statlander apparently is come is is at is at the tapings. She's just not cleared to wrestle. Um, uh, Thunder Rosa is back as uh, part of the Spanish announcing team. So she's doing Spanish commentary. So she she's back at AEW. She's just not cleared to wrestle so she's i'm, I'm gonna say she's probably done wrestling then because uh, she's only she's only got a year left in her contract and if she's doing the if she's doing the uh commentary gig that's a way for yeah. her to get through her contract so she can leave i'm pretty sure she's done she's not going to stay with aew uh i mean it's it's entire i mean i wouldn't blame her honestly especially if, if oh, no, neither true. would i if it's true that her and Britt Baker don't get along and Britt Baker is one of Tony's favorites, then yeah, there's no place for her in AEW. So I get it. And then like while I remember you used to be so are, high on Britt Baker. I remember that so Yeah, vividly. no, I did. I really liked Britt Baker, but then when her reign kind of um what I liked her leading up to her getting the belt. And at first I liked her, but then I noticed that like she same problem as Adam Cole, except worse. Is like she does the same things every match. She she very uh, she doesn't always do the lockjaw thing, but like there's always the Panama Sunrise. There's always the stomp. The other thing with her is she's so slow. Like she well, she's she, wrestling injured too now, isn't she? She's got like a really bad back. So like the, I'm see, thinking that's the I'm, thing. The irony I'm in that because Thunder Rosa has a bad back happened. and and she gets shit on. But anyway, but yeah, no Britt Baker. 
I, I liked, and then I realized I'm like, she's very limited as far as her in wrestling and in wrestling ability. And I was getting really sick of, yeah, just like it being the Britt Baker show when it comes to the women's division. And she just doesn't, she's not the best women's wrestler and her matches were boring. Like her and Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho, not quite as bad as Britt Baker. Because Chris Jericho, he's he's not a bad wrestler. Well, but I 50. feel like, <laughs> but he, yeah, but his matches are, are kind of boring. Like if he doesn't, he, 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 unlike, you know, Brian Danielson and Claudio, um, you know, you would think he would be able to get the best out of whoever he's wrestling, but I, I feel like that's not the case. And in some cases, his re- his matches end up being kind of that wrestler's worst match. But um, anyway, but like... Jackson or whatever his name is. Action but, Bronson. Uh, Action Jackson. Yeah, no, Action... Uh, oh, Frank. Action Andretti. That's it. <laughs> like, <I'm> <laughs> We're going through all What's the different name, actions. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, anyway. I mean, all this started from us talking about Adam Cole being a baby face. But, uh, um, any who's will be. Um, let's move on to something completely different then. Um, how do you feel about MJF versus the Pillars? So... Okay, so I texted you something hilarious last night because I thought I was watching Dynamite from last <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah. Because right. like it was like almost like deja vu and I'm like, right. Are they running a rerun? Did something happen? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. did something catastrophic happen because when Jungle Boy was talking, he said the exact almost verbatim right. the exact same thing about Sammy Guevara, the right. self-entitled piece of shit or whatever. Right. And I'm like that's when I texted you, and then you're like, did you not? My feed, I think, was a little bit behind yours. Yeah. And then you just said, well, did you not see? And then I'm like, yeah, I get it now. He's making them fight each other. So, yeah, I know right. it's a new I know it's a new, a new, new version of Dynamite. Right. But I'm like, I thought it was – I literally thought I was having a flashback. So that kind of that kind of threw me off for a little bit. Then when, right. then when Max came out and made the match and gave Darby the bye, and it was going to be uh, Jungle Boy versus – What's his name? Sammy. Sammy. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's you knew that was going to be a really good match. Yes. Because Jungle but Boy, the- like I was saying, Jungle Boy, he gets the best out of whoever he's wrestling. Like, that kid's a prodigy in the ring. He's really good. He's super young, and he's at the same kind of level as, like, a Brian Danielson and Claudio in – he makes he's able to get the best out of whoever he's wrestling. That's special. Um. So yeah, I'm with you. I knew that was going to be a banger match for sure. Sorry, go ahead. So, yeah, it, you knew it was going to be a great match. So I was like, okay, but there's going to be some. There's something's going to happen. And then right. you see the backstage segment with Sam, the whole right. MJA. I'll give you MJF, money. Yeah. I'll give you money and blah blah blah. And you're my best friend and. Uh, the same old MJF shtick, right? Right. So you're getting you're getting tired of it, and you're hoping Sammy's going to turn on him. But that celebration at the end made me laugh out loud. I'm right. Not gonna lie. I'm like, yeah. ah, right on, rolling around on the ground together. Right. Um, it, it was kind of like a reminiscent of like when Jericho and and Guevara got first got together, and they're the La Sex Gods. Right. And how they'd always pose in the ring. Like, that's what it reminded me of. But right. it's like two young guys doing it. And you're like, oh, this could be a really cool faction. But, right. you know, 
anyway, I digress. But yeah, yeah, it was it was a good match. Jungle Boy got screwed. Whatever. Yeah. Derby. So it's now Derby versus Guevara next week. But see, then... th- so this is what um, I noticed though. Double or Nothing is at the end of May, mm-hmm. and next week is still April. Mm-hmm. So are they going to spend a month building? So okay, first first question: Who wins, Sammy or Darby? Oh, you know it's going to be Darby. Yeah. So I agree with you on that. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Darby as well. So are Darby and MJF going to have promos for the next month after that? Or um, is Tony Khan going to quote unquote step in and be like, hey, uh, I noticed you've been cheating MJF. So we're going to make it a, a four way. Like does something happen uh, between oh, yeah. next week and it's, double you or nothing? Know it's going to be a four way match. Yeah. There's no way they won't do that. Okay. And if they, and if so they don't the do a four-way match, it makes no sense. I agree, all. yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I feel like, yeah, it should be it should be the, the pillars against each other and then MJF winning. Okay. Blackpool Combat Club versus yeah. the Elite. Yeah. I don't know how and, I feel about this. Same here. I feel like this is maybe leading up. They're going to have the the clusterfuck uh, stadium stampede slash anarchy in the arena match this year. And then the blow off blood and guts after. Yeah. I feel like that's what they're setting up. Um, How this is going so far. I don't know. It just it's it's made the elite look really stupid. Um, Is it? I mean, they kept getting beaten up, and then they they're still getting beaten up. And it took Takeshita to come out and save them. Oh, do you think Takeshita is going to turn on them, or is Takeshita part of their crew now? Um, I think Takeshita turns on them. Yeah, and then you find out Don Callis is with the BCC. Yeah, I think so too. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, because with these blood and guts and anarchy in the arena and stadium stampede, it's always five on five, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like, yeah, Takeshita goes to the BCC. That's the swerve there. And either Hangman or Abushi show up. Abushi? Kota Abushi, yeah, the Golden Lover. Oh, Golden Lover. Uh, I'm like, what yeah. am I missing? Yeah, Golden Lovers. Yeah. So I think Man. that's I think that's what's gonna happen. Their their uh, double springboard off the top to their finisher, the Golden Lovers finisher. Man, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, they're both pretty uh, athletic. So yeah. Um. Okay, but so what do you think? Where do, where does this go after that? Like, so they have the big blow off of I don't know blood and guts. Where does where do the BCC go next? Do they go after House of Black? Oh, that's a good try, one. Uh, I'd be okay with that. Title? Because, uh, I mean, who's the, who's the House of Black supposed to be feuding with now? Right. Because, like, the Elite is tied up. Um, is right. it Best Friends? Are they doing the Best Friends thing again? Uh, no, no they, that's uh, they, done. No, they lost. They already had, they already had that match. Yeah. Lost. So, so there's no trio other than the Embassy and 
who yeah, have Brian the, Cage and, and uh, the uh, Gates of Agony or whatever the heck they are. Right, and now they're with Swerve Strickland, and I yeah. think there's, I think Swerve and Keith Lee haven't had their haven't ended their feud yet, right? Because Swerve cost uh, Keith Lee a match uh, against Jericho, right? Mm-hmm. So they're they're not done. They have unfinished business. Um, Speaking of Keith Lee, yeah, how do you feel about his AEW run so far? Um, I, I don't mind it because he, he, he doesn't, I don't think he's taking anything away from anybody. He shows up, he does the, the great big man stuff and, uh, he's, uh, he's, yeah, he's there once in a while. He's not, um, he's not being pushed unnecessarily, um, and then it's cute to see him kind of just show up like what he did with Chris Jericho and be like, Chris, I couldn't help but over here. And now Adam Cole and I are not friends, but uh, I have to say that you saying that he had no respect. Well, I quite frankly think you have no, like just the, the whole air he has. I think it's, I, I like it. I think it's charming. Um, and he's not on enough to get sick of it. So... I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but um, yeah, that so, roster's just so so huge. So it's really so, tough to. So this is where I think a brand split would help them. Yeah, I agree. So like, and then you could have another like you could have another set of titles. I hate saying that because there's so many fucking titles. Yeah. Um, because the like he has the ROH titles, and then you have AEW Dynamite titles. If there's going to be a brand split, in the like. Maybe the champions are allowed to fight on both promotions, and that's the only t- that's the only wild card that can be ha- can happen on both right. shows if a champion shows up, which would make things right. interesting, by all means. Right. Because you could have, you know, you could have you could you know have one show that's really tag team heavy like FTR, so like it's FTR's right. show division, and CM Punk's there, and you know that sort of thing, and you know you could right. have that that happen. Then you could have the champions come in every now and then and be like, oh. ho, no, no, no! I'm the we're the best tag team. We'll show right. you, and blah blah blah. And then you know, kind of travel around. It'd be interesting to see. So let's play. Let's play. Uh, I, I wish we had a whole list of uh, <laughs> AEW the whole wrestlers, roster. the whole roster, and we could have our own little draft real quick. Right. But, uh, who would be your top five picks for Dynamite, and your top five picks for for Collision if they're two separate entities? I'll let, I'll ask you the question. Okay, um, so I'll put it out like top man, top woman, top tag team, and then uh, and then two wild cards, I guess. So um, I would want one to oh, oh this is this is how uh, biased I am. So one, I want to see like Orange Cassidy at the top, and then best friends, and then top lady V Chris Statlander. Um, and then have, uh, who else would I want? I guess I would need heels. Um, so is that for dynamite or, or collision? Let's do the collision for that. And then okay. heel top heel swerve Strickland and then, uh, heel, um, tag team. Uh, oh man. The tag team division though has been basically 
It's kind of a mess in AEW right now. Uh, heel tag team. I can't even think of the you heel tag team. You can Frankenstein team if you want. Uh, it's it's you know it's 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 fantasy. It's all it's all I good. I guess so. Oh no, I want to see Dolan Castle there too. There you go. So that's my five there. Um, okay. And then uh, dynamite. I guess dynamite. Just leave it as um, you know, Kenny, uh, the Young Bucks, uh, top lady Sheeta, um, top heel. Uh, I guess House of Black, or like uh, Malachi Black and his crew. I guess. I'm kind of playing loose with the five there, but I hope I know you are. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, no, that would be that would be the the top that I would build around there. And then ROH, I would put Punk and, and FTR, keep Athena as the top there because she's awesome, um, and she's been a great champion. Um, and then, who's their heel? Who are their foils? Oh no! Where would we put the acclaim? Okay, yeah, no, I'm sorry. No, okay, so ROH, yeah, Punk, FTR, Athena. Uh, who's a, a good heel to go up against Punk? Uh, I don't know. Jer put Jericho back in ROH. I don't know. Oh no, Claudio. Claudio's a heel. He can go be a heel there. So you're missing the perfect foil. It's Kingston because Kingston's in our <gasps> You're right. You are right. Yeah, Kingston against Punk. You're absolutely right. Those two, yeah, no. That was, <laughs> I'm like, you're, right. you're, you're missing it. And I'm missing it. You're right. There's it. just too many people. Uh, how about you? How would you divide it up? Okay, so Collision. Collision would be uh, – so the top guy thing. heel would be Punk. Uh, yeah. Um, and then the, the heel tag team would be FTR. Okay. And then the antithesis, the antithesis to them would be the, uh, since there's three of them, it, it is the house of black versus okay. like CM Punk and his top guys. Right. Okay. So it's the house of black versus them. Um, and then if you're looking at top lady girl, I'm going to have, I'm going to put the, uh, like, I'm going to say the champion for my collision. Like if they have yeah. separate titles, um, yeah. It's going to be, oh, oof, that's tough. But I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to up. I'm going to upgrade Athena to Collision, okay. to Collision, the American okay. Joshi, and then her her rival is going to be uh, Willow. Okay, yeah, that could work. Right. So I think I think that yeah. would make sense because Willow's really over in ROH, and I think it would yeah. really translate across on a, a little larger format. Um, and then the wild cards for me would be like Julia Black, um, another Julia another, Hart. Or, yeah, sorry, Julia Hart. And then, uh, and then uh, you know, if you wanted another baby, like maybe bring over someone like an Abaddon or something like that, mm-hmm. um, and get her on TV because like we haven't seen Abaddon on television in a very long time. She was injured for a bit though. I don't know if she still is, but I know she had been injured, so that could yeah. be why we haven't seen her. So, so that would be collision. As far as dynamite would go, it's going to be, it's going to be the BCC and the Elite. Yeah, that's going to be like you're going to kind of have, leave that there, um, and then you're going to have like uh, for women, it's going to be Brit and Hater, or no, it'll be Hater and then uh, Tony. And then you know you'll have like, you might as well just have the outcasts and and Brit and friends, 
Right. I don't know who their third is going to be. Maybe a Statlander if she could return. Right. I'd love to have Statlander there because Statlander could then, you know, be be the Jade foil. Right. Wherever Jade falls. Um yeah. and then as far as ROH goes, that's where all the all the bla- the the AEW Dark and Elevation crew go. That's where they they go down there. I, I like as far as ROH goes is like that's where you're gonna that's where you want to feed these guys like all their reps right. right where they're gonna get better and better. And you have the like you said you have those the older older uh, wrestlers down there to you know teach them. So like a Kingston and a right you know and, and a you know Claudio and a Brian Danielson every now and then right. like, they can go down and visit right. So I think that's that would be the best way to go. See, I watched the first, I watched my first episode of uh, the ROH show last weekend, mm-hmm. and I I found it to be, you know what it made me think of? It made me think of old Rampage, even though it was an hour and a half. Because remember how Rampage used to be good? I mean, oh, not right, to say that Rampage first, is the main event was on the first fifteen minutes. Yeah. So right. yeah, so. Rampage used to be like a good solid hour. It would go by really quickly. You just had like three or four solid matches. And then over time, it became kind of the B show and it wasn't as good anymore. I think once they stopped filming them live, it wasn't as good anymore. Um, But watching that Ring of Honor show last Saturday, it felt kind of like there was like a bit like there was some sort of there was some wrestlers that were clearly there just as enhancement but then it was just a solid hour and 20 minutes of of basically wrestling there was like an eddie kingston promo um where he talked about having a hernia um and saying like he needs surgery he's going to be out for a bit um and then aside from that like there was no promos or interviews or anything like that it was just match after match after match and like the matches were really solid so i don't know if if tony khan is really looking at roh as a feeder system for aw i think he's actually trying to make it its own separate thing and that's and that's fair too like he, he yeah. could do that like just just for me of just just thinking storyline you could like right build build your characters down there and then bring them up Kind of like the right. NXT type style. Right. But see, I feel like Ta- Tony Khan is treating dark and dark elevation that way. I don't yeah, know that's if he's treating, I don't think he's treating ROH that way. And I feel like he's also treating dark and dark elevation as the feeder for ROH as well. That's true as well. But yeah. So, but so I don't get fun. what personally, if I'm AEW, like instead of creating a new show, why not? Put Ring of Honor on Saturday nights. But you got to think, like, okay, like, do you want to do a Ring of Honor? You want to have an AEW show. You want to have, you want AEW to be your flagship. So you got to, you got to right, compete with right. the amount of television that Raw is putting on, right? But see, it's that's a- the thing. I, I feel like in that case, like, make the brand split like a full, like, actual brand split. You have ROH and you have AEW because they, they basically treat, they, they they treat them pretty much like a brand split as it is. Like, the people in ROH go to AEW and vice versa. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I completely agree. It, it would probably make sense, but I don't think Tony... Like, they should name that show ROH Collision as opposed to right. AEW Collision. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, I, I could definitely get on board with that, for sure. 
Um, but yeah, and then I also feel like if you want, do you want people to watch Ring of Honor? Um, if everybody's claiming that Punk was the big draw that was getting, you know, a million views for Dynamite every week, why not put him in Ring of Honor so that people have to subscribe to Honor Club to see CM Punk wrestle? That's true. That is true. It would make sense. I'm assuming Honor Club's not doing like Ring, well It's not them. like Punk doesn't have a history with Ring of Honor. Isn't that where he was when WWE found him? Exactly. So why not put him back there? And then there's, I mean, right now Claudio is in BCC and AEW and he's the champion of Ring of Honor. So it's not like going to Ring of Honor means like, oh, you're getting, uh, you're getting pushed down and and demoted. Exactly. It doesn't make any difference at this point. The Lucha Brothers were on Dynamite this week and they're the ROH tag team champions. Like Lucha, Lucha. So... But yeah. Speaking of Lucha, I think that's yeah. what I'm going to do tonight before I go to bed. Go watch a couple episodes of Lucha Underground. <laughs> yeah, I have a, I have a few seasons, actually, on a, an external drive. Nice. Uh, I've only watched a few episodes. but yeah, my fa- One of my favorite matches yeah. is uh, uh, Matanza versus uh, Pentagon Jr. Okay. Pentagon Jr. was Penta, right? That's correct, yeah. Yeah, and he couldn't. Uh, he does the uh, the name. He doesn't own it, so that's why he couldn't be Pentagon yeah. Junior when he went to or AEW. I'll, I'll give I'll give you one more thing of homework before we sign off here. Okay. Um, I'll give you one piece of homework. Uh, okay. Watch Pentagon Junior versus Vampiro. Okay. As Who's much as Vampiro? I hate Vampiro, is like because he's kind of a douchebag. He does some okay. shitty things, uh, like as a as a person. Okay. But he always he always owns up to it and he apologizes, but it seems very like, eh, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, okay. that's um, is Vampiro like a lucha or is he known he as used something to be, else? He used to be called the Canadian Va- – like he was he was called Va- uh, El Canadian Vampiro or something. Like, okay. He, um, he wrestled in AAA. He was a huge, huge draw. Him and okay. Conan don't really like each other. Whole lot of drama. If you want drama, you go back and you look at Conan versus Vampiro. You could just like watch it. I think there's a couple shoot interviews and documentaries about it. It gets pretty real. But like that match, I mean, Vampiro shouldn't even be wrestling because I think he had a really bad broken neck. Oh, and like, I think I think his neck is fused in like three spots or something like that. Oh wow! And he's just you know he's he's out of he was out of shape and he was just but he was like you know what I like Pentagon I want to help him get over him beating okay. the shit out of me we'll get him over and okay. it did and it, it's a great match just to watch because it's okay it's, it's awesome all right Pat, so pentagon versus vampiro penta versus a uh, vampiro you, you should watch okay. it i think i think you get a kick out of it a lot of blood all right yeah a lot of blood a lot of blood okay cool see that's the thing with blood matches now like aw at first they were kind of novel and then john moxley kind of overdid it so Mox now i'm that's yeah, that's now, the new like so back back in the 80s and 90s we used to make a joke when we were wrestling fans we used to make a joke at, like now that we're you know older we make the joke that Hogan must pose which means Hogan has to win Hogan never loses right. it's right, kind right, of the right. same thing with uh Roman now with with Roman Reigns and 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 then you know and and the the wrestler we we're talking about there now so okay. they they have to win they have to. They're not allowed okay. to lose. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Or Charlotte, right? Same Charlotte thing. Charlotte must pose. Yeah. 
Charlotte okay. has to be the main event of WrestleMania. Whether she wins or loses doesn't matter. She has to be the main event. Okay. Like so, that's that's so, what bothers me about Charlotte Flair. And my, don't don't get me wrong. Like she's she's a amazing talent. But right. to see her every year in that in that position drives right. me absolutely batty. Yeah. I think I think she needs to leave. Like she needs to go away for a while. And I mean, and the funny thing, the worst thing. Apparently, is she she, she does want to leave. Apparently, yeah. she's gone. She she's taking a break for a while. So, but like she even, but she she just came back from a break. Like she was on. Right. She was gone for like six months. I think uh, because of like uh, surgery issues of some sort. Right. And yeah, she had a tooth problem. I think she had a tooth problem, and I think didn't she? I think she had a like a breast implant problem or something like that. Oh no, that was Zelina Vega. That's right, it was Zelina. I was yeah. I get them confused sometimes. But uh yeah, so she, you know, she 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 had her tooth issue, she was gone for six months, and she was doing all the crazy things. She got married and she went on a right. you know honeymoon and they did their thing. And then but the thing that pissed everyone off is when she came back, she was boom, oh, you won the championship in one night in right. five seconds against Yeah, exactly. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Ronda Rousey, like 15 seconds. Right. It's like, oh, this is stupid. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, no, I get it. I, I, I saw it happen, and I, I was watching SmackDown that night, and I laughed so hard because I was like, the internet's going to hate this, and, like, lo and behold, the internet hated it. Oh, yeah. Um, but then we got – that had to happen so that we could get Charlotte versus Rhea at uh, WrestleMania, so. Well, um, I mean, in all it. honesty <laughs> – Nothing, nothing against Ronda Rousey, but Ronda Rousey couldn't hang with Rhea in the ring. Oh no, of course not. Ronda has really shitty punches. Like her punches are as bad as Shane McMahon's, in my opinion. Oh, brutal, horrible punches. Throws a yeah. horrible forearm. Yeah. Um, doesn't doesn't sink it in. It's just like oh, I'm right. throwing something. It's exactly. Very blasé. The only like, thing she she manages to sell well, like sell that she's actually doing it well against her opponent. I mean, by selling is is the submission stuff, which makes sense because she's an MMA person. But like everything else that has to do with wrestling, Ronda Rousey is not very good at it. You know who needs to be the women's champion after after Rhea? Who? Shayna. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, Shayna. I I can't say like I. I find her kind of unremarkable, but that's basically has probably more to do with the fact that I don't watch enough WWE to have seen a lot of her matches. But that doesn't mean that she's bad. It means that I haven't seen her in a match where I was like, shit, that was fucking awesome. But I haven't seen her like screw the pooch and be like, I don't think she's a very good wrestler. Like, no offense to Shotzi Blackheart, but every time I watch a match with her, she somehow botches something. So I, I don't know how I feel about her, but oh, I can't say that. I can't say the same thing about Shitty blood as I call her. <laughs> oh no. Okay, Shitty so it's not just me. She she's not. She's no, not and that. the worst of the the worst of it is is on the independence. She wrestled way better than that. Oh, uh, Okay. I don't know if it's because she doesn't like she's not training Happy. or if she's just super nervous because her she knows her job's on the line and she just she Maybe. can't get her nerves together or whatever. But like she's not the same person since she got to WWE. Um, oh, even when she wrestles in a tag team, she can't pull it off because every time it's her spot, she blocks, she, she, she messes something up. Yeah. Um, misses a punch, misses a kick, not there for right. the DDT. Like it's just, there's just a right. lot going on. Um, and that's the thing with WWE, like the gulf between the rest, like 
AEWs, you got a few girls that are really, really good. And then you've got a few that are like, okay, they need some work. But for the most part, everybody's kind of like more or less evenly matched. In WWE, the gulf is so much bigger. You've got like the arguably like the best women's wrestlers in North America. And then you've got some that are just like, eee. Well, the worst thing is about WWE, too, is they have a lot of wrestlers I would love to see in AEW. Like, a lot of women wrestlers I would love to see in AEW because AEW needs a little more, um, how do I put it, Uh, seasoned wrestlers that can can go and, like, give the the rookies some more time to kind of get their their reps in before they put on major television. Like, I feel bad for uh, Billy Stark. She did a really great job in her match. Right. It was just more of a, it was her first match and you could tell like she was, her and Jade, it, it, it came off well. Yeah, that's the thing with Jade. Like when she has, that's the thing, like I'm excited to finally see her versus Taya Ty, Valkyrie. I, I'm, I'm, I'm legit, I want to see Taya do well. I want to see them have a great match. The problem well, with wins. Jade, does she win? Oh, she wins. Okay, we'll see. Um, what, what else are you going to blow off at uh, Double or Nothing? If Statlander's not cleared, Britt's not, yeah. Britt's back's hurt, Jamie Hayter's already the champ, who do you have? I mean, I, I could see, I could see, because Jade only cheated to win against Thunder Rosa. Everybody else she beat clean. Yeah. So maybe this is the, the second time that Jade has to cheat to win and then that becomes the whole like oh we saw you that's what i mean it's either it's either taya wins that this match and then jade goes to fight her at at double or nothing or like you said there's the big schmoz she gets screwed out of the title like mark whatever his name is mark sterling gets involved yeah or the the what's her what's the 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 process whatever yeah yeah. oh yeah, yeah yeah she gets involved somehow and like cost and then like basically costs her the match. And then, you know, it's Taya chasing uh, Jade until double or nothing. Right. So it's, it's either well, gotta be like, I would love to, in all honesty, I would love to see the, the match like Jade's first loss happen on television, as opposed to in a pay-per-view because she could, she could make the argument that she's never been beaten at a pay-per-view and she could have like an undertaker streak for every right. time she's on a pay-per-view. She's never lost. Like, you know how Taker never lost at a WrestleMania? She's never lost at a double or nothing. And then you could build that streak for her. She could be the the Taker of of, uh, double or nothing, that sort of thing. That would be, yeah, that would be cool. Um, I say she she doesn't, she has to cheat to beat Taya, but then she gets a clean win on Taya. Oh, wow. So So you're not, you're, do you honestly think they're going to keep that belt on her until Statlander or? I think they're keeping the belt on her until they find the right person to get the rub. So do you think, do you think they try to go outside the company and grab like a hot free agent? See, I don't, I don't want them to do that because that kind of tells the rest of your division. Like you're not good enough yet. You're not good enough. Exactly. So I think you save it for somebody that you want I feel like, yeah, you save it for a Statlander or a Willow Nightingale. Because they're two faces that the crowd loves. Or an Abaddon? Um, I mean, that would be fun, but I, I Abaddon... And, like, the crowd likes Abaddon, but I... The other issue with Abaddon is that she... Is she going to start talking? 
because you're kind of limited in in what you can That's do. That's when you team up with Danhausen and Danhausen interprets for her. Right. <laughs> but yeah, She's I really feel angry. like. <laughs> I feel like I that just, might be I the. Just see the his I could just see him in his little voice with. You right, know, right, yeah. Oh, she's very angry, <laughs> very evil, very, very evil. Very evil, <laughs> not very nice, but very evil. Yes. Oh yeah, I uh, think I uh, honestly I think Danhausen and Abaddon as a as a a thing yeah. would be absolutely gold because like I love be fun, comedy yeah. wrestling as much as yeah. I I used to hate it when I was younger. I love comedy wrestling. I love watching like just stupid things happen in the ring just for just being plain stupid. Right. Like just no reason at all. It's just like, like some of the stuff that happened in Chikara pro makes me laugh. Right. Yeah. So like, I'd love to see a, like a, like a, uh, like an ode to that in AEW where it's just guys trying to be guys trying to make people break. And I think Dan Housen and Abaddon could do that. Yeah, they could be fun, but that's the thing with them, though, is like you make that kind of a, a sideshow attraction. You don't necessarily put the belt on them. No, no, I'm just I was like saying if 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 you're not going to put the belt on her, then Dan Housen and 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 uh, and her as a comedy group. But like if even oh, yeah, if she, yeah. even if she could get to the to that level, like even like get to the point where she has a match with Jade and Jade's absolutely frightened and terrified of her, right? Right, don't let her touch me. That sort of thing, and runs away. Yeah. And is always losing, you know, running yeah. away from her. And then all of a sudden, you know, again, have let them have a match and let somebody, you know, maybe you know, shenanigans ensue and Abaddon gets screwed out of the the belt. And right. then you know, there then you have a beat down and who who comes to save Abaddon? The you know more than a woman, Chris Statlander. Statlander, yeah, of all people, yeah, of all people to save Abaddon, she comes down, yeah. you know, to to save her, and then you know maybe Abaddon and her are like a best, like a really you know weird uh, best friend duo, sort right? Of thing. There's just so much to, like I could sit here for hours and do this, but because <laughs> I love it, but we should probably go. We're, we've been rambling on yeah, here for almost two hours. We should probably take off. I'll give the socials and we'll sign off. How does that sound? Sounds good. Sounds good. Go ahead. All right. So as always, you can find us here on Podbean. You can see us on, we're on most of the major platforms except for Apple, iHeartRadio. You can find us on Amazon, Google, um, Spotify. You just search the Retro 2BD podcast and we'll pop up there. Um, You can also find us on Instagram at 2BD pods with a Z. Uh, can see all our crazy photos and match links and everything we put up there. Our, our resident Swamp Ninja curates that channel, and he's doing a fantastic job. He does some really crazy stuff on there, so definitely check that out. Of course, we also have our Twitter. It hasn't gone, it hasn't crashed yet, so Twitter's still a thing. So you can find us there at 2BD Pod with no Z. Uh, <laughs> it's the only way we could find get on the the channel with a similar name, um, and then of course. <laughs> As always, the way we end this podcast is dare to be stupid. But of course, have a good one, y'all.